Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. And welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the show where we drink cocktails and try and solve unsolved mysteries. If you've just joined us, we are, wow, we're in the 90s, aren't we, in our uh, Hollywood series? Well, we were yeah. in the 90s last week, Mr. We were in the 90s we last now, week. Uh, yeah, no, we've, uh, we've, we've, we've passed the millennium. We've passed the millennium. Um, we're in 2K1, 2K1. 2K1, my favourite NBA game. It's not. I've 2K1. Not <laughs> um, we're, uh, with me, as always, is the fantastic Suze Kempner. Hello. 2K1. The amazing Chris Stokes. Hello. And I'm a Suze. So we're, we're it's a shame, really. You always introduce Suze and me with such nice adjectives, and then you just go, and I'm Masood. Like, you don't get well, one. You know, Shall I introduce Masood? Yeah, it'd be, it'd be weird, because if Masood was sort of like to then big himself up and say, and I'm the amazing Masood Miley. <laughs> <laughs> like, like wow. yeah, I feel a bit almost like, well, an egg wizard, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the lowest of career paths. Of all of the, all of all the magicians. It sure is. Yeah. <laughs> all, yeah, it goes Vegas magician, close-up magic guy for high-paid corporates, cruise ship magician, kids magician, and then egg wizard. <laughs> it's down the egg wizard. I think it's a shame egg because wizard. I think they do an important job, you know? <laughs> it's all... service. It's true. Of course, they have stopped the spread of salmonella. This episode is especially dedicated to all those egg wizards out there. <laughs> Mystery on the rocks, oh yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. If you if you get salmonella from like bad chicken or bad egg or whatever. That you could. I don't know which came first. We, yeah. Yeah. Was it the bad chicken or the bad egg? Um, you, but you then have the salmonella virus. I think you can then catch food poisoning off someone, can't you? I don't know. Oh, can you? I, I think know you like can. That. However, I didn't also, know you were a scientist, Suze. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speak English, Suze. We're not scientists. <laughs> I might be uh, talking out of my fucking ass. But then again, I've only ever lived in countries with egg wizards, so I don't. <laughs> <laughs> What are the Hong Kong egg wizards like? <laughs> yeah, wow. They're really, Very really, finicky, let me tell you. They're really, really I imagine the, the New Zealand ones are straight out of the Hobbit. Oh, there. <laughs> oh, you got some eggs. You got some eggs you need blessing. Sure thing, <laughs> and whoop-de-doo. You're not going to say any other magic words? No, that's it. It's done. All of them. All the eggs in New Zealand. Oh, it's just thanks. you. It's just me, mate. Just wow, one egg was, wizard. That was fast. Also, it's made this act out slightly disappointing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how it is. <laughs> well, oh, what are you drinking? What are you drinking, Chris? I just saw Chris drinking. I was like, "What's that?" And then I should. I that? needed to clarify. Thanks for saving me out of that act up. <laughs> <laughs> no. really uh, actually, I, don't, I wonder, Susan, if we could just uh, if we don't 
talk him out of one if we just see how long it goes on for. Yeah, oh, me and believe Chris me, have... it will keep going. I've it like keep I've going. like popped off to the kitchen. Chris has kind of gone just on his phone doing some admin. Oh, Sarah! Sarah has to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, "You're doing it again." Yeah. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just getting lost in the role, man. I'm yeah. just, you know, I'm just living it. <laughs> um, what was I drinking? That was the question. That was a question. It's called. Uh, it's called a cut to the smoke, old fashioned. Is this another um, it, smokehead? No, no, no. It's made with a type of smoked rum called Cut Whoa. to the Smoke. And wow. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you, I hadn't tried it before today. So I opened the rum, mm-hmm. I smelt it, and I was like, that smells like coffee. And I tasted it, and there's a coffee element to it, even though there's coffee, no coffee in there. Oh. And then yeah. um, uh, the Cut to the Smoke Old Fashioned, which is the rum rum's own recipe for one is oh, okay, yeah. demerara sugar syrup <laughs> but I thought fuck that uh, yeah, that couldn't yeah, even be us making it so I put maple in instead because maple and smoke oh yeah very nice um, yeah, yeah so it's, it's very good, nice couple of dashes of orange bitters cut to the smoke rum and maple syrup and it's lovely wow mm, that is delicious it looks really nice. very earthy and rich it tastes it's like very chocolate good. Mm. yeah man that's a that's a damn good drink what about you, Sue? That looks—it's a pint glass. It looks clear. <laughs> it's um, uh, a lovely. Uh, it's my fake Nutribullet cup, which I filled oh. with uh, water from the tap, because ah, uh, this is my last. My I think uh, I think it was safe for me to not drink, uh, as I'm still at the end of COVID. But mm. by next week, oh, I'm gonna cook up a storm in the kitchen. Even if I can't taste, I'll just drink straight from the bottle everything till it's gone even All if I still can't taste Angelica mm. down the down the down mm. the just chuck them in that Nutribullet thing just oh yeah I could couldn't I, I could blend them with hazelnuts <laughs> <laughs> but it's already hazelnuts. yeah Suze what are you doing but, but how about you uh, Masu what are you drinking I've made a it's quite, I, I would consider this a lazy drink but I think it's I think it's called a naked martini mm. but basically it's um you make a martini, except you just put it in the glass. So you have ice, and then you put the gin and the vermouth in there, a couple of olives, and then you stir it around. Yeah. And that's it. So is that so what James like... Bond was drinking? Oh, no, he no, shakes it. A... He doesn't stir. He shakes it. So you're doing an anti-Bond. It. Yes. But but basically, like, a martini would obviously be in the glass yeah. without the ice cubes in it. Ah. This one just has it in it. And it's like, if I'm feeling lazy, I'll just make this. I mean, is <laughs> so. it exactly the same? Pretty much, except there's an ice cube floating. <laughs> so, it's basically the same. Okay, but a naked martini. Ooh, hello. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's drinking a, um, a naked H2O. H2O. Oh, Ooh. just Vasa. Yeah. Um, there's a bar in Shoreditch that does these. Oh, yeah, yeah, and they charge through the roof. <laughs> yes. You can the get bar's called H2Go. <laughs> H2Go. <You're like>, oh. <laughs> I miss, I, I tell you what, that is one thing I have. I do slightly miss is going into an overpriced, quite shit Shoreditch yes. bar and being like, cool, I'll have that drink with all of the stuff in it, please. <laughs> uh, and then like some really fluff piece that I pay like 18 Yeah, and you don't mind. It's just about. once. Yeah, you complain about yeah, it. Yeah. Well, look, guys, we're getting towards the part of our lives where there's a vaccine and bars open. I can't wait for us yeah. all to go for a drink together and sit yeah. in there just yeah. complaining about how expensive it is. 
how expensive everything is, how close everything is, how hot it is mm. in the bar, how um, cold it was on the tube. Yeah, just all of and I'll, stuff I'll say we... things like, oh, I can't hear myself fucking thinking here. But yeah, this is bullshit. Why do we even come out? We, we all just put you? our headphones on and get on a Zoom meeting. <laughs> <laughs> and then Suze goes, here guys, watch me walk to the bar. <laughs> yeah. Does a little crab thing. And you're watching again. me, like, you're watching me on Zoom. On the webcam, yeah. Oh yeah, we're not watching you do it live. We're just like, oh, look at a girl. <laughs> Uh, Chris, what do you have? You said it's we're we're two one k now. Two k one. Two k one. Not the not, not two thousand one hundreds. No, and not the most famous month of two thousand and one either. I know what you're all thinking when we say two thousand one. Oh, uh, nine eleven. No. no, we're in May. We're on May the fourth, actually. We're on Star Wars Day. Oh, and to infinity Ooh. and beyond. Hey, make it so. <laughs> um, Yes, yeah, so it's uh, May the 4th, 2001, and it's the murder of Bonnie Lee Backley. Okay. Bonnie okay. Bonnie Lee Backley, she was married to uh, an actor called Robert Blake. Uh, Blake. Robert Blake had been a child star. He'd mm-hmm. done uh, loads of stuff. I think his final film role was actually Lost Highway in 1997. Oh. oh. He did a lot. And, um, and he just stopped acting, did he? He's like, nah, I'm, I'm fine. Uh, I think either the role's dried up or he retired. or He has spoke, he's still alive, by the way, Robert Blake. He was oh. born in 1933, so he's 87. He did speak about going back into acting because he's got he's got bills to pay. Uh, <laughs> we'll get yeah. to that later. Okay. But, um, like Nicolas Cage bills or just regular bills? What are Nicolas Cage bills, Mr. Um, <laughs> he, sold, he sold his action comics one because he bought dinosaur eggs. Uh, yeah. and of which that he couldn't actually pay for so yeah he's been selling off a lot which is why he takes a lot of quite crap movie and, yeah and he did that film where the I never saw it but in the trailer it was all like his kid finds a time capsule with all numbers written on it and they all oh, correlate yeah. to disasters happening and um, yeah. then Nicolas Cage in the trailer goes what happens when the numbers run out <laughs> it's like um <laughs> Don't know. I guess the, the just the numbers run out, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's called knowing. But yes, the it is I called knowing. Is replaced with the number one. <gasps> oh, that's oh, a number, like on that time capsule thing. Like in a time capsule. <laughs> Sarah watched a film with him recently where he's a hunter and they're on a boat and they've got all these exotic animals on the boat and then they get all they all get released onto the boat and he has to sort of like catch them and <laughs> then they're actually smuggling something else. It's, and it's one life of, those films of where you're pie. Like, it's, yeah. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is, is the kid is Pi. Yeah, Life of Pi Two, all grown up. <laughs> all grown. <laughs> I like how you took the Rugrats sort of format and placed that on too. <laughs> we've we've strayed very <laughs> far from <laughs> Robert this Blake. Poor guy. Ah, uh, yeah. So Robert Blake, his second wife, Bonnie Lee Backley. Was she an actress as well? Or uh, no, 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 no. She tried. She tried. She tried. Tried being a singer as well back in the seventies. She was younger than him. By mm-hmm. about 23 years. So she oh. was only 44 oh. when this happened. She was born in June 56. And she obviously died on May the 4th, 2001. Now, the the circumstances are, are, are this. On May the 4th, Blake and her had been to dinner at Vitello's restaurant in Studio City. Um, mm-hmm. Afterwards, she was sitting in his car. It was parked on a side street around the corner from the restaurant. Robert Blake had gone back to the restaurant to go and get something he'd left there. That's why she was in the car by herself. She got shot fatally through the head while she was sitting in that car. Jesus.
that seems really cut and dried, but no one knows who did it. What was really strange about this is is that the thing Robert Blake had gone back to get from the restaurant mm-hmm. was his gun. Oh! <laughs> I just love the idea that what he like sat down, put it on the table. He's like, all right, well, let's have yeah. Some <laughs> anyway, the fact of the matter is that's why he that's why he, he that's why she was sitting in the car by herself. He was like, oh no, my gun! So he went back to go and get his gun. While he was going back to get his gun, she got shot in the head. Jesus oh Christ. shit! I mean that. This mm, sounds mad. Like, it sounds okay. like The Sopranos or something. If it, yeah, it feels very much like or when um when. Pablo Escobar, the football player, got shot. Oh, um, right. Because he got shot in a car park, right? So what happened was someone goes, they're watching the game, he goes, nice own goal, mate. And he tells the guy, why don't you go fuck yourself? Right. Why don't you go fuck yourself, all right? Turns out he was talking to a mafia Shit, guy. and he, they shot him. <laughs> he gets him. in his car and they just fucking pumped him. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But even like for a mafia guy, that's quite a reckless, crazy thing to do. That's very like Joe Pesci kind of. Absolutely, yeah. He just, go he fuck, basically yeah, Tell me, go guy. fuck myself. Tell me, go fuck myself. Go fuck myself. <laughs> Well, I never dug a fucking hole before. <laughs> I was—we were listening to Christmas songs, and I think Frosty the Snowman came on, and I was like, "What movie have I felt seen this in? I think it's a gangster film, and it's in Goodfellas." It is. It's when the scene uh, where the with the Cadillac, he keeps telling him to take stuff back. Yeah, like, take it back, take it back, take it back. I don't get take it back. <laughs> and the, <laughs> the woman goes, "I love that car." <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing here? Take it. No, I, I looked through the comments, and one did actually crack me up. It was um, it was like. You got this haircut? Where do you get this haircut from? Take it back. Take the haircut back. I don't care where you got it. Take the haircut. I'm like, that's actually, that's quite a funny yeah, comment. very good. So, so he went in to get his gun. <laughs> that, I mean, Jeez. that's awful. When he, by the time he'd returned, Shit. she was dead in the car and the person who shot her wasn't around. Wow. So you'd think, do you remember when we did Barbara Colby with Susie Bennett? Yes. Columbo yes. Star, that just somebody ran up to them and shot them. And sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, How the hell are we ever going to know who did it? Mm. Um, yeah, one just never know. It still resulted in a an arrest, a charge, and a trial. Wow. And we'll get into all of that as, as we go on. But let's talk a little bit about Bonnie Lee Backley herself, because yeah. she was Robert's second wife. Mm-hmm. He was her tenth husband. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Bonnie 44 Lee. years old. I don't understand. That means like the maximum she could have been getting married for was say like 25 years. So what? She married a new guy every two and a half years. Well, okay, Sue. Yeah, Yeah, basically. Um, I'll talk you through the entire history. Yeah. It feels like a number you, like a kid would say. Like you just made it up. (laughs) Her eighth husband holds the record for the most, her eighth husband was married 31 times. What? But I don't even, I don't understand. That feels like she lost a bet. We'll talk about... So I'll I'll go through them all. Like I said, she was 44. When she dropped out of school at the age of 16, she went to New York City to pursue a career in modelling and acting. (laughs) She met an immigrant named Evangelos Polakis. He needed to get married to stay in the United States. Classic. (laughs) She was 16 at the time. She agreed to marry him for a price. Okay. Right. That happened. Chris, by the way, for the the viewers, Chris rubbed his fingers together to indicate a bounce. A little bit of cash. (laughs) Bit of, a, bit of money. She uh, she married him for a price, uh, and then almost immediately she ended the marriage, and he was deported. Oh so shit! Uh, she, she just took wow. the money. She just took Bonnie. the money. Oh, Bonnie. Well, I um, think he's the one that killed her. Yeah, he's like, yo, yes, travels <laughs> back. <laughs> this was thirty years previously. This was in nineteen seventy-one. She was sixteen. Yeah, well, he had to build up all that time to come back. Revenge time. You've all seen Kill Bill. Yeah. It takes a while. She'd have been fifteen in nineteen seventy-one. Wow, Maybe that's worse. I mean, uh, sixteen isn't great, but fifteen is worse. Yeah, we should anyway, do. Uh, her second husband was the most long-lived. Five years. 
She married him in 1977, divorced him in 1982. Okay. Five years is a good stretch. They had yeah. two, their two children together. He was her first cousin. Breeze over this Jerry Lee Lewis crap. What are you doing yeah. here? Well, hold that thought because he's going to come back later. On. What, Brilliant. Jerry Lewis? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is he coming in? Is he? She uh, she married her first cousin by a guy named Paul uh, Paul Goron. They had two kids. They were related. They, I can't stress this enough. They were related. Right. Apparently, it's legal to marry your first cousin. It uh, is. Yeah. Jerry Lee Lewis will constantly <laughs> throw that in your face. <laughs> doesn't yeah, yeah, stop yeah. it being weird. And they divorced in 1982. So. Uh, I imagine, I imagine that. that they were at a party and someone's like, are you serious? This is fucking weird. Yeah. You have to Guys, this is kind of gross. So then to support herself after that, she began a mail order business, sending nude pictures of women, including herself, to men. She ran <laughs> Lonely Hearts ads in magazines advertising for male companionship. And then after communicating with the men who answered the ads, she then asked for money for rent and travel expenses. I'm impressed. She's got a hustle. Yeah. Um, this is pre-internet, so she can't even like set up an OnlyFans. She kind of set up the equivalent of the time, I think. Yeah. She uh, used a lot of fake IDs to set up different PO boxes. Wow. <laughs> in order, to, in order wow. to run all of her Lonely Hearts uh, scams. So yeah. she eventually made enough money from doing this to buy several houses in Memphis and then one house just outside LA. <laughs> you see, there, here, there's a little indication of the house prices. You can buy 10 houses in Memphis or one just <laughs> outside of LA. It's- do you, no, like, well, no. She bought ten houses. She bought several houses in Memphis and one outside of Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. okay, that's true, that's true. It wasn't either one. Yeah, yeah. She tried to pursue a Hollywood singing and acting career, but nothing really took off. Okay, um, she's making loads of money off the uh, off the skin photos. So. <laughs> skin flicks. <laughs> skin flicks. <laughs> she was arrested several times. Why? So in 1989, she was arrested in Memphis for drug possession. She was fined $300. In 1995, she was arrested for attempting to pass two bad checks from an account of a Memphis record company. She was fined $1,000 and sentenced to work on a penal wow. farm on weekends. What? But she plea bargained down to lesser charges. Okay, She's hang like... on a second. How many times have you had checks that have bounced and you've never been penalised? Yeah, I've never been arrested for anything like that. I've never been arrested for I like the way like she was like... <laughs> I, I, I managed to get my sentence down by sending the judge some pretty saucy some photos. Yeah. I think, though, by bad checks, I think it was that she knowingly did it rather than... Oh, yes. Yeah, so, like, they were, you know, she'd written fake um, checks that were not yeah. going to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like um, what's his chops? Uh, I was going to say, like Leonardo DiCaprio and Catch Me If You Can. That's not the name <laughs> of the person, but that's, yeah. you know... You know, Catch Me If You Frank Can. Frank Abagnale. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Frank Abagnale. I'm always very impressed by the fact that he passed the bar. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best bit of that film, isn't it? Where they go, so come on, how did you fake that? He goes past the bar. And I'm like, well, that's so yeah. fucking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, how oh, did you yeah. escape the plane? Not telling you. Oh, we need to know for the film. Though, <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah, I'm not telling you. I just did. I, yeah. We need to know. Frank. For the film, no, I'm not telling you. Otherwise, well, what, what, we, we, we know that you escaped the plane. Just tell us how you did it. No, I'm not going to tell you how I did it. But I don't believe you. Yeah. Because in the film, he just, he just, yeah. it's like yeah. in the trailer, he's just, Outside the plane. <laughs> like, what? How'd that happen? How's he outside the plane? <laughs> yeah, so in 1998, she was arrested in Little Rock for possessing five driver's licenses and seven social security cards with different names, which she was using to open up these different PO boxes yeah. to run her Lonely Hearts account. Good girl. She had a history of pursuing celebrities. She was celebrity obsessed. Ooh. In 1990. Actually, do you know what? 
put a pin in that. I'll come back to this because I want to. Let's finish the list of husbands. Okay, great. Oh yes, please. Yes, the list of husbands. Yes, after please. Paul, uh, after Paul Goron, her first cousin, they divorced in 1982. In 1984, she married a man named Robert Moon. That lasted three years, which is fairly long-lived for her. This is no, some of these marriages are going to have to be very bloody short. Yeah, I think yeah, she's she's racking up the time early. <laughs> she's going to have to. The longest one was five years. Yeah. The shortest one was a day. Oh. Ah, um, right. Yeah, she's going to have to just like just just zip through them. You know? <laughs> so, uh, uh, Robert Moon from 1984 to 97, and then a man named get get this ready for the list of cool names. <laughs> Demart C. Besley, love it, oh. love it. Uh, married 1988, annulled 1988. What? Because they didn't even uh, bone zone. <laughs> uh, Joseph Brookshire, yeah, married 1992, annulled 1992. Again, though, she a few years have gone by. So was this was it within months or within obviously the same year? That they, uh, they just divorce, the, yeah. That they annulled, yeah, yeah. Mm. And it's hard to tell actually which one was the. We might, I might find it in another bit of notes, but um, which one the look, day, the look, one looking day. Looking at this, I can't tell you which one was just the day. William Weber from 1993, annulled 1993. E. Robert Tellefson married 1994, annulled 1994. Glyn H. Wolfe married 1995, annulled 1995. Glyn Wolfe. Wolf. He was the guy who was married 31 times. Oh. Oh, Glyn uh, Wolfe. Did they yeah, just yeah. get married because they were like? <laughs> it's like. We have similar interests. We love to get married. So they got married. Like how Fred and Rose West know. had similar interests. With Glenn Wolf, he's like, hey, you want to... That's why he got married 31 times. Is he, had a, he had like a line. Hey, you want to... You get with the wolf. You howl at the moon. Oh. If you actually read, I'm going I'm, I'm to tell you a little bit about Glenn Wolf. Actually. Oh, I'm excited about this guy. I went down a little bit of a rush. G-L-Y-N-N. Yes, Wolf with an E as well. He was oh, also known. Yeah. As, he was known as Scotty Wolf. He was born in 1908 and died in 1997. That means he was in his 80s when he married Bonnie. Hell yeah, dog! Once you get with the wolf, you howl at the moon, baby. <laughs> uh, he was a Baptist minister. Oh, of yeah, course man. he was. Yeah. Uh, he was famous for holding the world record for the largest number of monogamous marriages. His shortest marriage lasted 19 days. His longest lasted 11 years. 11 years? No. That's longer well... than the lot of marriages. His longest know. marriage was 11 you, years. You get, long, 20... you get longer for, 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 for men's little mate. No, you don't, oh, actually. No, no. His, uh, his longest marriage was for 11 years, and it was his 28th wife. Um... <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> he was like, this one's the one. Oh, the one. cut to right. 11 years later. I can't believe I was wrong again. <laughs> his, so, bearing in mind, throughout all of this, he then married Bonnie Lee Backley, who was con- like a serial Already, you know, rack, Racking up the numbers. Mm. His final wife was Linda Wolfe, she also holds the longest, the world record for the most married woman. Oh, come on. How 23 many? times. 23 times. Mar- so she... I reckon they wrote to each other. Yeah, yeah this, this is like, oh, you know, I would really fill up some headlines, honey. What if me and you? And he's like, don't even finish that sentence. Marry me. <laughs> marry him. Marry me. Ho, ho, ho. You're, you're bang on the money. They did it as a publicity. Story. Oh, um, there yeah. you go. And uh, he was in his 80s. So then he died 45 days before his 89th birthday. Mm. He had approximately 40 children. Yeah, oh, fucking hell. Those lucky kids. <laughs> it reminds me of that line from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. It's like, you're the son of a thousand fathers. It's like, you're the father of a thousand sons. <laughs> you got so many kids. That's nuts. Bearing in mind, he married some of these women more than once. So he was married 31 oh. times, but 29 wives, basically. That counts, doesn't it? Yeah. He had approximately counts. 40 children. His body went unclaimed. None of the oh. women he legally married, and not uh, any, yeah. of, and only one of his children um, attended the funeral. This is this guy is a piece of shit. I think we should do a whole podcast about him. 
Yes. Glenn yeah. Wolf. To go back to Bonnie, Glyn was her eighth husband. Then she married John Ray, married 1996, divorced 1998. Ooh. Ah, two years. Okay. There's something about Mary, that's that year. And then... <laughs> And mm. then, and then she married Robert Blake in two thousand, and obviously she was then murdered in gotcha. two thousand one. But yeah. I forgot there was a murder. We were so caught up in the wildness <laughs> of the thing. Like, how did this woman get married so much? Well, <laughs> let's then go back to what I put a pin in. Yeah. Which was her celebrity obsession, because she was obsessed with being a uh, with being a celebrity and the whole like, whole idea of fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, tapes of her phone conversations revealed that she was starstruck. She was starstruck and determined to marry someone famous. Right. So that's probably why she kept getting married. Yeah, well, she probably <laughs> yeah, figured like she... law of averages suggests that eventually I will marry a celebrity if I just keep getting married. Surely you have to be in a place beforehand, for her. wouldn't you? You could yeah. marry someone. You, you, if they're if they're not famous, don't marry them. <laughs> yeah. unless, she unless she thinks they're on the way up. But yeah. even then, <laughs> that's a that's a fu- you're rolling the dice. <laughs> you're really rolling the dice. In 1990, between husbands four and five, she began pursuing. Jerry Lee Lewis. Um, oh, shit. Wow. I hear you like first cousins. <laughs> <laughs> she eventually did meet him and she became close friends with his sister. In 1993, she had another daughter. Okay. Called Jerry Lee. She claimed that that daughter was Jerry Lee Lewis's child. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Uh, DNA tests disproved this claim. Oh. And then after this daughter was born, Bonnie went to California and left the daughter with her ex-husband Paul to raise. But she did continue to financially support um, oh. uh, the daughter, whose name was Jerry Lee. Hmm. Oh, wow. Man. This sounds like the plot. There's a film called... Uh, a film? Uh, well, it was made into a film, but it's a play called Come Back to the Five and Dime, Jimmy Dean, Jimmy Dean. And it's about these people in a backwater town where Rebel Without a Cause was filmed. And one of them was obsessed with James Dean as a teenager. And she, her only anecdote is going on about how when she was a teenager, she had a one-night stand with James Dean. And that's her son's oh. father. And um, oh, her son okay. is called Jimmy Dean. And yeah, <laughs> wow. and, and like it's really obvious that that's not what happened. And at the end, she find out like she had sex with her childhood friend who's um, now uh, had gender reassignment surgery and is a woman. <laughs> and, that's, yeah. and that's the father of uh, her son, Jimmy Dean. Wow. But yeah, this is what this sounds like. It sounds like she just had sex with her friend. <laughs> yeah, and she's well, like, it's is, Jerry Lee. This is yeah. my son, Jerry Lee. Um, this was how she found herself in California. Right. When she was there, she started trying to get off with all the celebrities. Right. She tried it on with Dean Martin and Frankie Valli. Oh my God, it's um, so easy to wow, have sex sh- with these people. Yeah, to be fair, like they're, they're just, just walk in and <laughs> just be like, hello. Uh, she actually claimed that she dated Frankie Valli when she was a teenager, but he denied this. Okay. Um, uh, oh, and then she also tried Gary Boosie as well. <laughs> Who hasn't? Who hasn't? To be honest, who has not tried Gary Busey? She's she's basically she went to she went to Hollywood and tried to try to make it big by marrying. Who a she? Who did she have sex with? Uh, so in 1991, she started then a kind of dalliance with Christian Brando, the <gasps> eldest son of Mark. Oh Brando. my God! Wow. Oh, that is a troubled and, family. Well, yeah. yeah, he became he he'd become a media fixture by this point because he was tried for the murder of his half sister's mm. boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Jeez. He pleaded guilty to the lesser charge of voluntary manslaughter, and he'd gone to prison for ten mm-hmm. years. And it was while he was in prison that she began writing to him and sending photos. Oh my god! Fuck. He got hell. released in 1996, 
they began a romantic relationship and in 1999 she discovered that she was pregnant again uh. and initially thought that Brando was the child's father and then in June 2000 she gave birth to her fourth child mm. a daughter she named Christian Shannon Brando mm. oh. basically she claims that she yeah. gave birth to Marlon Brando's grandchild. Right. This woman mm. sounds like a piece of work. Mm. While she was involved with Christian Brando, she'd also started dating Robert Blake. Remember him from way back oh, in the beginning? Oh, I remember Oh, yeah. Guy. The person that... I, I, I barely remember him, to be honest. The we, we've gone through a fucking roller coaster. He likes to leave guns here. in restaurants. Yeah. yeah. They'd met at a jazz club in 1999. <laughs> and then after the birth of... Christian Shannon Brando, uh, Bonnie told uh, Robert Blake that she wasn't sure about the child's paternity and that he might actually be the father oh, of the child. God. So Blake insisted on a paternity test, which later determined that, lo and behold, he was the father and not Christian Oh, Brando. that's not ah. as glamorous. No. Uh, after the paternity was established, they changed the name from Christian Shannon Brando to Rose Lenora Sophia Blake. Wow, they went, they chose a bunch of different names. They just went full tilt. She's been interviewed a lot really? about this. But she yeah, must only be 20. about 20, yeah. She's only 20 now. Yeah. She doesn't remember her mum either because she was one year old. Of course, so she won't remember Bonnie. Yeah, but, she won't remember anything. But the hustle's in the DNA, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking photos and I put them in PO boxes. <laughs> what you just said about Bonnie Lee Baffley being a piece of work, mm. like, I think maybe Robert Blake also thought this as well. Okay. I see. It's hard to tell why he married her. Right. Because he then married her after finding out he was the father of the child. So maybe that's why. Okay. Maybe he, okay. maybe he was old fashioned. He was 19, born in 1933. Maybe he was well, like, yeah, this ah, guy is nearly 70 her. at this point. And yeah. Yeah, he's 67. Oh no, he's sixty-eight. Actually, he's sixty-seven at the time of this uh, of the child being born. Of the child, yeah. He agreed to marry. He's like, all right, I'll just, I'll, you know, someone's got to be the dad. Well, he agreed to marry her under the condition that she signed a temporary custody agreement, and in that agreement, Bonnie Lee Backley agreed to monitored visits with Rose, and she had to get written permission for her friends and family to visit Robert Blake's property. Oh, Oh, so they weren't living together at the time? Hang on. So wait, 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 wait. I'm a little confused here. So the kid. Didn't live with Robert Blake, obviously. So for him to see her... I think eventually... Because they were only dating when she got pregnant. Right. Um, And bearing in mind, she had left another child uh, to, to come to L.A., yeah, and Jesus. she had two children from her from first cousin. cousin back in the late seventies. Yeah, just the so weight of these point, people is insane. They're just there's like yeah. kids left, right, and center. This is nuts. The agreement also stipulated that if either spouse decided to end the marriage, the other one would retain the custody of Rose, the child. So whoever did, whoever ended it, the other person would take. This sounds right. like a terrible basis for staying married no one yeah. ended it though did they because no. she was was murdered so, um bear that in mind so yeah that's a... bonnie's attorney advised her not to sign it because he thought well this is not fair but mm-hmm. she was keen to marry again for the 10th time so right. she signed the agreement it's and like an addiction married. you just got to keep doing it they know? got married in november 2000 so they were married for six months before she oh. was Wow. Which is um, one of her top five longest marriages. Now, yeah. to answer your answer your previous question, Masood, while they were married, they didn't live together. Mm-hmm. She and the daughter Rose lived in a tiny little guest house beside his mansion, <laughs> uh, or beside oh. his residence, Jesus. in a, in Studio C- Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. He didn't trust her. Well, she thought it was Brando's kid. Yeah, so. yeah. and he, uh, he hired a private investigator to follow her around. Hmm. My headcanon is that that is Ken Brennan. But... <laughs> oh, I wish it was. Yeah, you know that oh. Brennan was there. He she, he was he's like I gotta be work faster or I'll end up husband number eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Calls not applause. Um, so he so they got the private investigator. Yeah. And while they were um, while they were married mm. in these six months, Blake found out that she was still operating the Lonely Heart scam. Oh shit! Oh. So she's still out there getting sending them lewd votes out to out to folk. Yeah, well, a living is a living, and he and was he's like set them up in a little guest house. <laughs> When you say guest house, though, this—I mean, this is a very rich Hollywood man. Mm, I imagine yeah. the guest house is probably bigger than than my flat. Um, <laughs> and even so, if I got given my flat for free, I'd be very happy. That's true. <laughs> um, you know, with all of this, it was a rocky relationship, and they didn't um, live together. He was mm. very distrustful. He was having a followed by a private detective. She was still running these scams while they were married. Is that is that motive? Might be. Well, but, possibly. Um, he went back to the restaurant to get his gun. Quite importantly, he didn't lie about that. I don't right. know about you, but if I'd done it, I wouldn't say I'd gone and got my gun. No, I'd have no, said I'd just you... popped back inside. Yeah, so yeah. he wasn't there when she was shot. Mm. And they did test the gun that he'd gone back to get from the restaurant. Oh. And that was determined not to have fired the shots that killed him. Ah, okay. well, that's, that's pretty big. Yeah, well, it'd be weird if like he went, I've just got to go and get my gun. And then he was yeah. like, I don't know who killed her. He was just stood there with a gun in his hand. It was smoking, and there was a bullet in her head. But yeah, yeah, and he's like, "I don't know who killed her, though." I don't... <laughs> it's a mystery. Did, he starts pointing at people. Did you? Did you? Did kill maybe, and he points at the camera. Maybe it, yeah, was you. it was you. And then it turns around, and the camera is just a POV of another character. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, it's, it's the maitre d'. He's like, "No, it, I know, it me. has nothing I, to do with me, sir." <laughs> I, I did not. I work here. I do not have a gun. Uh, <laughs> so, so what? What? So. Was this taken oh, a yeah. trial? Did we find out who... Yeah, no, there, 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 was, there were arrests and charges and trials. On mm-hmm. April the 18th, 2002, Robert Blake was arrested and charged with her murder. Okay. Oh, shit, okay. His longtime bodyguard, a man named Earl Caldwell, was arrested with him and charged with conspiracy in connection with the murder. All right, mm. this makes sense. Did he come to their dinner? Because I imagine they're eating dinner and he just sat awkwardly in a third chair. What was this fucking dinner? Here's what caused them to arrest Blake. Because, like you say, the gun was tested and it did not fire the no. shots that killed her. Gotcha. But a retired stuntman named Duffy Hambleton. <laughs> oh, that's gone on the list. That's on the list. He agreed to testify against him, and he said that Blake had tried to hire him to kill Bonnie Lee Bank. Oh, what? Okay. So he hired a stuntman to he, kill no, her? No, he tried to. He tried to hire her. Because then another retired stuntman, Gary <laughs> McLarty, <laughs> Jesus Christ, came forward with a similar story. It's as if he'd just gone around stuntmen. <laughs> Yeah, it's but like, who, just... are these, who are these 
these stuntmen? He's like, oh, would you kill her? No. Okay, I'll try a different. Stuntman. I know why. I know. I, listen, I know why. I know why because he was he was he was an aging actor, right? Mm. He would have known stuntmen who were now too old to be stuntmen. You can keep acting. Yeah. <laughs> Do you but know what you, I mean? <laughs> but the jump the jump from stuntman to hitman. I know that man is in the title of both of those um, jobs, <laughs> but it's it's big. It's a big jump. It's a big jump. <laughs> listen. We've all seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's yeah, okay, all right, fine. <laughs> Brad Pitt's character is about to find himself out of a job. A lot of stuntmen would have been like, mm. you know, they're right. You know, if if they need money, if they need a job, maybe they're worth asking. You to can do this. teach stunts. What I'm saying is that's that's a good place to start. <laughs> yeah, but neither of them did this. Remember, they yeah. they were saying that he tried course, to hire them to do it. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I like no, I didn't kill her. I've killed lots of other people though. But yeah. not, not, no, God, no, 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 I'm a good man. <laughs> that was on April the 18th. Four days later, he was charged with one count of murder with special circumstances. Now, that mm. would have carried with it a possible death penalty. Oh, shit. Special, special circumstances. circumstances. Yeah, yeah what special that? circumstances? I don't know. I don't know what that means. It's certainly, in criminal law, are the actions of the accused or conditions under which a crime, particularly homicide, was committed. So such factors require or allow for a more severe punishment. Wow. It, it does not say what the special circumstances were. Anyway. Okay. He was also charged with two counts of solicitation of murder and one count of uh, one count of conspiracy to commit murder. He pleaded not guilty. Right. He was put in jail for a year. Mm-hmm. By this point, he was almost seventy when he got out. After a year in jail, he oh. was granted bail, and bail was set at one and a half million dollars. And he was allowed mm. to go because you can be put in jail without a trial while you're waiting trial. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. So he was he was in jail for a year, mm. and then he was allowed to go free. To a wait trial, but he was placed under house arrest. Okay. And then on October the thirty first, two thousand and three, the judge dismissed the conspiracy charges during a pre-trial hearing. Wow. Oh, okay. Why did he change his mind? What happened? I don't know. He just uh, the judge just dismissed the conspiracy charges against both Blake and Caldwell, the bodyguard. The, the bodyguard, yeah. Yeah. The junior prosecutor who was handling the case was interviewed by a news reporter. Okay. CBS program. During the interview, she did, she did admit that the prosecutors had actually no forensic evidence implicating him in the murder, and that they could not tie him to the murder weapon. Oh. Um, and so that's probably why the judge dismissed him. Uh, oh yeah, he was like, okay, yeah, there's nothing here. So. Um, and then, because this 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 is a long old process. So by this point, the obviously the crime took place in 2001, but the mm. trial began on December the 20th, 2004. Oh. Okay. So it's a few years after the... The prosecution said that uh, he'd intentionally murdered Bonnie Lee to free himself from this loveless marriage. And it's like, get divorced, mate. Yeah. yeah it's, an old hand there's a whole bunch of agreements in the annulment that they could have just been like, no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. No, um, the, uh, the defence claimed that he was uh, an innocent victim of circumstantial and fabricated evidence. Mm. McClarty and Hamilton, they were both... Those they two were guys. They testified that he'd asked them to murder her. Right. I want to have a sitcom with those two as fucking hitmen, and they're both dog shit. They're both like bumbling. But they're always doing idiots. like bad stunts. They're needlessly throwing themselves out of windows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, they're just like, Whoa! <laughs> I want to make it look like an accident. Sure thing. Whoa! It's Kurt, <laughs> it's Kurt Russell, and I don't know, fucking. I'd watch that. I'd watch the hell out of that. <laughs> Single camera, though. Oh, yeah, yeah yes. no, 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 none of this multicam, right. single um, cam. No live audience. I'd get Michael J. Fox out of retirement. Oh, again. I'd yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah. MJF, get him in. Get yeah. him in. Uh, across examination, the defence brought up McLarty's mental health problems and Hamilton's own criminal history. Right. Oh, so he was a hitman. Um, <laughs> the, uh, 
the lack of good shot residue on Blake's hands, mm. that was they focused on that as a big key piece of evidence. Big, yeah, yeah, yeah. If the hands aren't <laughs> covered in shit, you must have quit. You must have quit. <laughs> we're really gonna roll that. We're gonna roll that. That's what we're yeah. doing. And they kept saying, they kept hammering it, like there was no good shot residue on the hands. His gun didn't fire the shot. Right. Mm-hmm. He is not the shooter. On March the sixteenth, two thousand and five. He was found not guilty of murder and not guilty of one of the two counts of the solicitation of murder. And then the other count, which was solicitation to commit murder, was dropped after it was revealed that the jury was deadlocked 11 to 1 in favour of acquittal. Okay, right. Okay. The district attorney, in like a weird lack of diplomacy, because bear in mind the, the, the DA are a public-facing official. Yeah. This is a direct quote from him called Robert Blake a miserable human being and then called the, called the jurors incredibly stupid to fall for the defence's claims. That's real public, good PR on the, wow. on the Public part. opinion, uh, public opinion, because bear in mind, this was no OJ. Public no. opinion regarding the no. verdict was mixed with uh, some thinking that he was guilty but admitting that there was not enough evidence to convict him. And this is a little bit ghoulish, but on the night of his acquittal, several of his fans went to celebrate at his favourite restaurant, which also happens to be the scene of the crime. Oh Jesus! Oh yeah, my that's, God! That's kind of, that's, that's bit... That would be like that would be like um, celebrating OJ by going to OJ's acquittal by popping by Nicole's house yeah. in the garden, smoking up a couple of cigarettes. Party. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, <laughs> having a hot dog with ketchup on it, and spilling it all over the front, the front fucking. Oh, <laughs> uh, let, let's call this let's call this dire OJ because um, while he was acquitted, <laughs> little OJ, Bonnie's three. Kids. Well, I mean, she had four, but one of them was a baby. Mm. Um, yeah. Bonnie's right. three children filed a civil suit against him, asserting that he was responsible oh. for their mother's death. And this, like, even reading it made me go, oh, I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah. That trial <sighs> included what, in a lot of articles I've read about this, they each call this a Perry Mason moment. Okay. Eric Dugan oh, right. was the attorney for Bonnie's family. He called the girlfriend of the bodyguard, Earl Caldwell. He called her his girl. Oh. He called his girlfriend to the stand, and asked if she believed Robert Blake and Earl Caldwell were involved in the crime, which is something that none of them had, no one had asked her that before during the whole process. Right. And this is a direct quote. Right. Dead silence filled the court. Tears filled her eyes as she paused for what seemed like a decade. Then she leaned into the microphone and said that yes, she believed they were involved. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And then on November the 18th, 2005, a jury found him liable for the wrongful death of Bonnie Lee Backley and ordered him to pay. This is yeah, very this is OJ. Uh, he's the wow. white OJ. Yeah. Yeah. And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if he did it. You know, if he did it. <laughs> and he was ordered to pay $30 million. On February the 6th, 2006, so three months after this, he filed for bankruptcy. That's how you get oh. out of that one. Can, That's, can uh, God, God bless yeah. the West, huh? You just, you just hit the, no. the old reset <laughs> button. <laughs> uh, now, let's, uh, uh, I'll tell you what he's been up to, sort of in the meantime. Because since all of this, he's Can kept you just a crack board. one of your toes? Really? Did Sorry, you? That, it was that like... Was, yeah. That was, did it, yeah, did it come out really that. loud? Yeah, that was, it was, um, you know when like... You, Sometimes my toes all size yeah, up and it needed cracking. And I, I was like, well, that'll make a small click on the recording. No, it Obviously was, not. It was <laughs> like a Coke can opening. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was cacophonous. <laughs> 
Even I heard, because the thing is, I didn't see you do it, because I'm reading this. So <laughs> all I heard was like, what is that? I'm sorry about that. That's quite disgusting. Yeah, I was like, like what are you doing? Oh, God. <laughs> Show feet. Not like that. <laughs> Show feet. Oh, it's horrible. Put your feet away. Hey, I said not show feet, not <laughs> <sound> feet. Um, <laughs> uh, where did we get to? Oh, yeah, so, so uh, he... Yeah. Um, he's he filed for bankruptcy. Low, he, he's kept a low profile mm. since all of this. And he ended up rocking up debts of $3 million for unpaid legal fees as well as state and federal taxes. Plus and, the 30 mil he hasn't paid for yeah, that he's been... Yeah, uh, for that. Uh, and due to this, he said that he might return to acting someday <laughs> in order to help himself financially. Oh, what? Who's going to fucking Oh, God, but this him? guy's 87. Some what, students for a short like, film who don't doing? know who he is. Yeah. He's quite a prolific actor as well until the late 90s. Right. So on April the 9th, 2010, the state of California uh, filed against him for $1,110,878 in unpaid back taxes. So when that happens, oh, when the state hell. files against him, so like obviously, the, the, like a judge goes, right, okay, you owe this state this money, and you've got to pay it, and that, and but he's like, but I'm bankrupt. So then, what happens? He's just like, I don't. He should have done well, what yeah, OJ did and just... gone to Florida, where they can't seize assets. But I thought you were going to say exactly. you should have done what OJ did and just like write a book about what you'd say if you did. He should have done a prank <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Should have done a show a called really Juiced. Awkward and prank show. He'd get yeah. to dance around with topless yeah. women. We should have called it Blaked. <laughs> <laughs> but this is quite interesting. I, I'm, I'm really keen. I didn't have time, but I'm really keen to find the footage of this. Mm. Um, on July the 16th, 2012, Blake was interviewed on a, a little show on CNN called Piers Morgan Tonight. Oh. Um, oh, my God. And when Piers Morgan asked him about the night of her murder, Blake became defensive and angry. And he said he resented Morgan's questioning and felt he was being interrogated. And Piers oh. Morgan responded that he was only asking questions that he felt people were eager to have answered. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm yeah. with mm. Piers on this one. Uh, yeah. it's, like, it's rare. That's, that's it's rare, really... But... It's not very smart. That's not very smart because if you ever see OJ interviewed, if they ask mm. him about it, he's always very chilled out. And um, I mean, not that I've seen it recently, but in the years yeah. following his acquittal, when he's asked about it, he'll be very smiley and say, I've got nothing to hide. What do you want to know? He doesn't mm. get defensive because he fucking did it. And he's a bit of a master manipulator. That's yeah. that's what that is. Because if you hadn't done it and you were continuously asked about it, you, you would up. get annoyed. You also would get annoyed in that situation with that idiot guy who sounds like well, it's, did it's it. <laughs> tricky though it's like you, you went on Piers Morgan though too you think he's not going to ask you you think I he's mean, not yeah, going to say what anything well, yeah, by this point it's 2012 he's only famous for this exactly yeah mm. looking at his filmography he hasn't done a film in, in 15 yeah. years what was the last film he did again Lost Highway in 1997 Lost Highway yeah uh, right. he was in Money Train no he wasn't in 1995 Money, Money Train, train you ever seen a man murder his wife <laughs> and get away with it that's Money Train <laughs> that's Money Train <laughs> Some films I've heard of, like I've heard of Corky, I've heard of, oh right, uh, I've heard of In Cold Blood, obviously, nineteen sixty-seven. Oh, he's in. He plays movie. Mystery Man. That's his entire role. Role is Mystery in Man. Lost Highway, yeah. yeah. He plays. He plays Mystery Perry Smith Man. in uh, In Cold Blood, which is obviously the Truman Capote. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in the greatest story ever told. Oh. Oh, Goodfellas. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is the greatest story ever told, right? Yeah. We're now getting, we're now getting back into the forties, and there's just a lot of films that I haven't heard of in there. Yeah. So he acted as a teenager. Yeah, kid. Uh, uh, his first his first right, credited role was in 1939 when he was uh, six years old. Wow, uh, six. He was in a, wow. a film called Bridal Suite. So yeah, he was a child star uh, and then a teen star. He did a lot of TV as well. 
The problem with going on IMDb is it's very dangerous. He hosted Saturday Night Live. What? In is 1982. Bloody hell. I get very distracted on IMDb, and I found a, wow. a, a small tab that said, um, like, one of those lists of, like, things, other other film things. And one is, like, characters with scary eyes. And I clicked on it and saved it as a tab for later <laughs> after we finish this. I'll be like, I'll be looking at that <laughs> later. What, what characters have scary eyes then? Characters with scary eyes. Masseuse, like, these eyes are going to be yeah. fucking terrifying, I better fix myself Sarah. a drink, because I'm going to get scared of these eyes. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah's just like, she just hears from the uh, kitchen. Uh, 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 I mean, I've seen some scary... Wow. And then Lucy, scary Lucy looks Whoa. critical as she has to go, Daddy's looking at his scary eyes. Oh, is <laughs> she's saying, uh, Daddy's just looking at his pictures of scary eyes again. Robert, just, Robert uh, Blake co-hosted the Emmys in 1977. Jesus. With a, this guy was a, a popular guy. He's bloody wow. everywhere. Uh, he then probably, almost certainly, had his uh, last wife killed because mm. it kind of yeah. makes sense that he wouldn't do it himself. Of course, he, he really does. would get somebody else to do it. Yeah. Uh, and that would mean that the gun he was going back to get wouldn't have been the murder weapon, which is also a killer mm. double bluff. Well, it's, would it's I lie a hell to you? I'm a... going to pick my gun up and she yeah. turns up shot. There's no way I'd... Like, it's a hell of an go, alibi because yeah. he's there and then he's there and yeah. And he was acquitted as hell. He was acquitted as hell. He can never go yeah. to jail for this now. And also hasn't yeah. had to pay... Like, the million, pa- the million dollars. He's found a way of not paying the... This so, son of a bitch. Like... There's a point in America, it seems, where if you're a if you're a white guy and you're rich, it doesn't matter if you lose everything, you'll always yeah. be rich. That's what Donald Trump's done. Like Donald Trump, at one point, had like minus eighty million dollars. Mm. He was so in the hole, yet he still had Trump Tower and various. Pro- like if I've got minus, if if I'm in my overdraft, I can't own yeah, anything. I can't, I don't... Because I don't have any... I have negative yeah. money. Yeah. But, like, he, he's like, <laughs> they should seize... You know, the, the point is, like, you seize your properties, everything that you have that can be weighed against that debt yeah. gets taken, and then that's it, right? That's how it should that's work. It. I know that Trump has got, like, his name on the actual tower, but there's probably a way that he doesn't actually legally own it. Yeah, that's... Yeah, his yeah. company that's, does. Yeah, and then no, it's true. Just... But it's weird, like, if, if I don't own somewhere... I can't live in it. Yeah. No. <laughs> but if your company owns it and you like there's a lot of weird yeah. legal loopholes that if you start if it's you start true. really poking it's true. I think that's it. I mean um, it sounds very much like he definitely hired one of these bumbling idiot hitmen to do it. <laughs> stupid stunt cunts. I feel like there's a I feel like there's <laughs> a that's the name of the sitcom. That's a, yeah, stunt cunts. <laughs> stunt cunts. Stunt cunts. <laughs> Story Kurt Russell and Michael J. Fox. Fucking hell, I'd watch it. Oh my god. <laughs> Can we please write this show? I want to make this show. Oh, quick, drop everything you're doing for the next two weeks. We're, We're going to write, write the pilot. For I'd write that over our own sitcom. <laughs> I know. We could pitch it too. We can start pitching it with these star names because, do you know, Disney. Um, pitched Aladdin well no the the guys who came up with Aladdin they were pitching it with Robin Williams as the genie before he'd ever been asked really wow yeah and so they so Disney were like sure Robin Williams is genie fantastic and then they had to go to Robin Williams and say please Please? and he went he went I don't think so no what a good Robin Williams impression and um, then what they did was (laughs) he said no he said I can can smell your cunt (laughs) (laughs) my stunt cunt (laughs) I can smell your stunt cunt (laughs) 
So, do you know how they got Robin Williams to do Aladdin? How'd they get him? They got an old stand-up routine of his, and they did a test animation of the mm. genie, like, just with line drawings, and they showed it to him, this three-minute routine with this line drawing of the genie, and he said it's brilliant, and he signed up Oh, wow. Well. Okay, that's pretty good. So, what we've got... So, we're right at Stunt Cunts. We pitch it to studios with, like, yeah, we've got... <laughs> we've got Kurt in. Mike Gearcox has retired for the second time. Now he'll come out. He'll come out of retirement. Don't he'll worry about it. He'll come out of retirement to do stunts. We just clip things from Back to the Future and The Frighteners, as well as. <laughs> well, no, it's okay because what we do is we show Michael J. Fox like a Zoom meeting with a deep fake, <laughs> and, and then we just can cut it in with clips from the Santa Chronicles, the Christmas Chronicles. Yeah, and we have a character in it who is an egg wizard, <laughs> and he is. He's played by OJ. <laughs> <laughs> we're all puking after eating some eggs, and we're like, OJ, did you not bless eggs. those eggs? And he was like, If I did, if I... I'd have blessed them real good. <laughs> Bye, and then just flies up. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Hey, OJ, were you wearing gloves when you blessed these eggs? Because that doesn't look... <laughs> <laughs> OJ died on the way back to his home planet. <laughs> oh. Anyway, it's going to be a great show. Stunt I guarantee course. if we pitch that, someone will go, yeah. Like, not even read it. No, no notes. It. No <laughs> notes. Won't even read the script. Just go. No yep. notes. Straight away. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> right. Uh, so that's the whole story mm. of uh, how Bonnie Lee Backley ended up brutally slain. It feels very much like wow. like a, a, a yeah he he and I felt like the trial of Robert Blake was important because it was Big obviously time. the trial for her murder and um mm. uh, but it still like technically remains unsolved because he was acquitted from the actual trial yeah well in the same way as OJ he was liable in the uh, civil suit yeah I I mean yeah. a lot of people are like he, he did, it. did it yeah dead to rights mate this guy yeah. this guy's no way no ifs yeah. no buts. I think I think he hired some ding dong to 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 bump her off, and he and the gun thing is is very much. This like, is the Whoa. thing, though, isn't it? I mean, like he hired somebody to bump her off, and they did, and he had an alibi because he'd gone into the restaurant, mm. but it still didn't work. <laughs> like it was still yeah, like yeah. it was still like. I mean, your marriage was such a shit show. Yeah, it was obviously. Yeah, it was very much that. Yeah. You. It's it, and it still led police right to it. Well, there's a, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of things like that where people will hire hitmen and that won't happen. I don't know if I've told this story before, but it's my favorite story of a woman hiring a hitman I've ever seen on one of those. How many have you things. got? Oh, this this is my favorite. <laughs> got like um, a top three. This is his number soon, one. You should, when you finished with the uh, the second series, I bought myself a pocket synth. Yeah, you should do uh, <laughs> uh, Masood's uh, top Masood's- ten. Top ten. Stories of women hiring hitmen. Hitmen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, this, this is number one. Um, basically, this woman, she was married to a, a Hollywood producer. I forget his name, but she was married to him, and he, was, he had a life insurance policy. And uh, she hired a hitman to kill him, and she was involved with the hitman romantically. And they took the money, and they did this thing where like, they went to a hotel, and they took out a bunch of the money, and they were like on a bed and taking photos where she was... It was really fucking gross. Just like, that's really... Right. Come on now. Anyway... Um, they, in order for the police to get them, they had a, a bunch of evidence on them, but they couldn't quite secure it. And basically they had this thing where they interviewed both of them and none of them were talking. And they had this room with all the evidence in it and they got the suspects to walk past the room. The door was open like, oh, it's a mistake that they see this room with all the evidence in it. But it was, it was entrapment. They did it on purpose. They walk past right. the room and they and and the hitman starts freaking out. They put them both in a room together, like, "Oh, just sit here in this holding room. We're gonna be back in a minute." 
And you hear a recording right. and they're like, the hitman's like, they got us, man. We're fucked. <laughs> they got us. And she's like, and she's like, shut up. Shut up. Yeah. Stop talking. He's like, no, 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 no. they got us. Have you seen, have you seen that room? The evidence? They fucking know us. They're on top of us. And he's, and she's well, he's, like, the prof- he's the professional. He's a professional. And he, he flips faster than the oh burgers I flipped when I worked at a fucking Burger King. He is, <laughs> he, he's oh, like a cheap suit. This guy. What a useless bastard. Oh, totally. And so like. This is what I'm. Th- this is the thing. It's like these. This kind of shit happens all the time. Police even do it. Like there was this case where this woman had hired a, a, a hitman who turned out to be an undercover cop, and uh, he was like, they have a video of it, and she's like, he's like, so this. Is the, and they they talk cash. They talk how much it's gonna cost. They almost get up front, right. and then he just turns away. He's like, you're under arrest, <laughs> and they just. Oh, it's fucking nuts, She must man. have been like, oh, it's like, oh I trusted mate. you. You trusted a hitman, really. <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly. And big time. So, like, I... Do you I... think that first one where, like, he's starting to freak out in the interrogation room and she's, like, she's not a criminal. She's hired mm. a criminal. And she's like, no, no, yeah. no, calm down, honestly, calm down. And yeah. he's like, no, no, trust me, I'm a professional. When I got into this line of work two weeks ago, <laughs> I... <laughs> and I filled out a form online and I got my uh, my pass, so I'm good, right? I got, I got yeah. ordained over With the internet. level three hitman. <laughs> Yeah, you, it's, there's an app. They did a YouTube course. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. You're what are you now doing a hitman. before this? You're supposed to be a hitman. Yeah. What were you doing before this? Okay, I used to do a bit of stunt work. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I know your husband. Oh, okay, and he like puts a movie on and it's like the towering inferno and there's someone falling off the building. That's goes, me. See, that's me. <laughs> You're right, that's you, because that's that's a fucking dummy. (laughs) (laughs) Stunk Oh, man. Why has this show not been made? Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, so I I, I 100% buy the idea that it was potentially a hitman that that just fucked it. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's very likely. The idea of, of hitmen being these kind of, you know, Agent 47, barcode, bald head, very clean, efficient killers is not very true. I think the majority of them are fucking some dingus from around the corner. You're like, I kill people now because it pays well. <laughs> like, yeah. You tell people that. I mean, I, you know, it's, see, yes, I, my rates are very reasonable. That's a lovely <laughs> new car. Got a new yeah. job. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I kill people. Yeah. You, you're just going to start throwing that out there. You just came straight out <laughs> yeah. with it. That's really weird. He must weird. be joking. Otherwise, he would be so brazen about it. It's, yeah. <laughs> Surely not. No. He's... <laughs> so, yes. I, I think... Uh, yeah. That, that's my theory. I think he, he definitely hired... Yeah. He hired probably... It was probably that guy who killed that Hollywood producer's first job <laughs> before he uh, killed it. <laughs> we solved it, at least. Yeah. Yeah. We got yeah. to the bottom. Is there anything in the archives, Suze? Yeah. Yes. There is. We talked earlier about uh, our sitcom mm. idea. I'm afraid it already happened. Stunt cunts oh, no. did get made. It was just a pilot. Okay. It was just a pilot in 2003. It was a 2003 pilot season. So it went down in history as one of the worst rated <laughs> pilots ever made. Um, it was it went, it was rated lower than Heil Honey I'm Home, <laughs> the, the uh, short-lived ITV sitcom where. Hitler and Hitler and Eva Braun live next door to a Jewish who, couple, um, which who, who is a genuine Hitler sitcom. Oh, I don't, can't remember. Oh. I'm, I'm googling it again because, like, obviously it's 
this is P.S. Guys, this is a real thing that happened, and people think it is. It was made as a serious sitcom, but it's clearly meant to be a parody of 50s sitcoms. Anyway, yeah. um, it got cancelled after one episode. Uh, anyway, Stunt Cunts also cancelled. Didn't didn't make it to series. It did have a theme tune though. Oh, ooh. It's well, it's Armas and Champagne. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. can I say? Awesome. Like they were there. They got involved. Kurt Russell at the time was like these two are the future. <laughs> uh, Michael J. Fox wasn't so no. keen. But um, it, Kurt Russell no longer speaks to them. Oh. Michael J. Fox, bizarrely, though, does. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, Arms and Champagne did the theme tune for Stunt Cunts, and here it is. One of these men can jump really high. The other man can jump so high he flies. They're really good at jumping and other things, too. They're stunt cunts and they'll kick the shit out of you. But if you're nice, they won't kick you at all. They can climb up a building even if it is tall. They might look old and really unfit. But they're stunt cunts, baby, so stop with that shit. Stunt cunts, handsome and strong. Stunt cunts, they're never wrong. Stunt cunts, men who are wise. Stunt cunts also have killer thighs. Stunt cunts, gotta jump real high. Stunt cunts. Wow. There wow, we go. Wow, 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 wow. Huh. We all wish we could have watched that sitcom, but unfortunately every episode uh ended up in a fire. Um every episode every of it that was ever made. Episode. Ended up in a fire. I mean the theme tune I had to pick its charred burning remains out of a pit deep underground with uh it was there with all those um Atari. Oh ET copies of E. T. Yeah. Out in the it desert. Was down there with them. And it was smouldering and I pulled it out and luckily it had that perfect recording. Yeah. Wow. What an episode. That love yeah. very dense. A lot of really like hot stuff happening in there. And had everything. Had everything. Intrigue, mystery, every single Marriages. marriage you could ever imagine. <laughs> yeah. We're now in the twenty first century. There we go. Nearing the end of our Hollywood series. Oh, welcome to welcome to twenty the two thousands, baby. Hope the millennium bug didn't treat Nine you too 11. poorly. Uh, you can find us always. Firstly, you can find us on at Mystery on the Rocks. Uh, we spell R O X on Twitter and Instagram. We are also on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Mystery on the Rocks, spelled R O C K S. We stream on Thursdays. You can also send us an email, uh, Mystery on the Rocks R O C K S at gmail.com to be like, yo guys. How come Masood's drinks have gotten lazier? Um, <laughs> it's because... How come Sirius is just drinking water? Sirius, what happened? You guys used to be cool. I'm going to go check the emails. Go check the emails. Oh yeah, check the emails. Um, we have had... None. One. One. Oh, who's it from? From uh, PayPal. Notice of the amendment <laughs> to PayPal legal agreements. <laughs> oh Thanks, my god. PT. Hey PayPal. Hey, hey, PayPal, thanks for getting in touch. So, so, yeah, you can find us individually as well. Suze? Twitter.com slash Suze UK, twitch.tv slash Suze And Chris? Uh, I'm twitch.tv slash Chris underscore Stokes or Twitter at underscore Chris underscore Stokes. And I'm at Masood Milas, uh, all one word, and uh, twitch.tv slash Masood Milas, all one word as well. Fucking also leave a review. Uh, yeah, five stars. It's a new year, it's a new year, new you. Do something nice. Oh! Yes, welcome to 2021. 2021. And be like, yeah. yo, here's a review of, of my favourite podcast. It's amazing. And then go and review Mr. and the Rock. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 I'm an egg wizard. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Egg wizard died on the way to his <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.